We are now going to wrap our show up uh, with, well, an incident in, in Minneapolis. On Sunday, June 13th, uh, a woman was killed and three people were injured with a car rammed into a group of protesters in Minneapolis. This took place in Minneapolis uptown neighborhood where Winston Smith Jr., 32-year-old black father of three, was shot to death by two sheriff's deputies on June 3rd. And just before midnight on Sunday, a suspect drove a car into a crowd of peaceful protesters and was pulled from the vehicle before being arrested. Let us go to a short clip now about a vigil uh, that was held uh, for this protester who was killed and uh, Diana, a, a mother of two. Let's go to that clip now. It was a big night last night, protesters in the streets, a lot happened. We have some of that for you tonight. Her family says she was active in social justice issues. Tonight, those who fought alongside her are paying their respects. Fox 9's Maury Glover is in Minneapolis with more on how she's being remembered now. Maury? Well, last night that woman was protesting the death of Winston Smith by law enforcement, but tonight the protest was for her. It just hurts my heart that someone lost their life yesterday, being a foot soldier. In the heart of Uptown, a gathering of protesters to remember one of their own. I'm primarily here because I want to pay respect for this lady that lost her life. I'm just so pretty upset and disturbed by that. Demonstrators blocked Lake Street from Hennepin to Girard Avenue for chants, speeches, and to lay flowers at the spot where Deanna Marie lost her life. He just came through 100 miles an hour. Deanna was protesting the shooting death of Winston Smith by U.S. Marshals in a nearby parking ramp earlier this month when a car drove into a group of protesters, killing Deanna and injuring several others late Sunday night. In this video taken by a bystander, you can see the chaotic aftermath as fellow protesters held the driver until police arrived to take him into custody. She wanted something to matter and she wanted black lives to matter and for this all to stop. Deanna's mother said her daughter was coming up on both a year of sobriety and her birthday this week and she hopes her death empowers others to pick up the fight for social justice. We will scream her name for the rest of my days. We will continue to pound the ground and make a fight for my daughter and for everyone else that she impacted and why she was doing that impact. We have the duty to fight for our freedom! And by the show of support for Diana, it's clear the cause she died for will live on. To let those, that, those know that we are here and we are in it and we're not quitting under no circumstances or reasons. We will not be deterred. All righty, I'd now like to welcome Marcia Howard. Welcome back to Sojourner Truth, a high school uh, English teacher, a caregiver, an activist based in Minneapolis. Uh, Marcia is part of a volunteer security team that organized itself at the intersection of 38th and Chicago. Uh, Marcia has been patrolling the George Floyd Square every day since the murder of George Floyd. Marcia Howard, welcome back. Hello, hello. Thank you. Well, Marsha, I'll have to say, um, when I heard the news, it's like I just kind of fell apart. I mean, I, I stopped what I was doing. I had to chair a meeting. I was weeping. I had to get myself together 
before um, getting on with the work of the day. And for so many people who believe in justice, not only of African descent, but in particular of African descent, I mean, the kind of hurt and emotion when this kind of thing happens, people have to understand, you know, one does start to take it personally. Uh, Marsha, your response to what happened and what, what are people saying about this incident of this young mother um, who lost her life, Marsha? You need to, <laughs> you have to understand that many people um, had a connection and have a connection to Deanna Marie, but personally, um, she was a member of GFS of George Floyd Square. She was here protesting uh, against the injustice uh, against George Floyd Square at the beginning of the uprising. She has been in this movement this entire year. Um, many people from GFS actually uh, held vigil with her that night. They were there on the scene. I had dropped my daughter, who lives in Uptown there, and though I occupied George Floyd Square, when I heard that a young lady um, was killed um, by an enraged driver, um, my first thought was checking in on my own child. Uh, though she's 26, that's my baby. Um, yeah. Uh, I, I don't Absolutely. think people that's comprehend. Yeah. Uh, I don't think people co- comprehend uh, the depth and breadth of the protest movement here in Minneapolis because, frankly, they keep killing us. Uh, and so even when Wins died, um, I left the protest zone for one of the few times in a year because he went to the school I teach at. These are our people that are being assassinated, that are being killed. And so, Deanna, you, you pray that you don't have a connection, and then you find out that you do. And quite frankly, we all have a connection because anyone that is standing for justice is now vulnerable. It's vulnerable because of the way the state has responded. Instead of uh, blocking off places, now cars are allowed to careen through protest space. It is not a coincidence that on 6-3 they opened up the streets of George Floyd Square and now people can barrel through at any rate of speed. Yes, we replaced the barricades. They removed them. We replaced them. They removed them. And now me, who has been saying no justice, no street, I now protest from the sidewalk because it seems as if the city uh, does not care if we are murdered by vengeful white supremacists. And to be clear, self-deputized white supremacists are, quote-unquote, doing something for government when they attempt to take us out. And now we are even more vulnerable, not just in Minneapolis, but across the nation. There are places where people are trying to codify and reify the ways in which folks can come and kill protesters. Our First Amendment rights and our rights to legally assemble are under threat, not just in Minneapolis, but across the country. 
Yes, and, and Marcia, I mean, the initial news coverage, people were, were very quick to say, well, they think that the driver was a, a case of drunk driving and maybe, you know, drugs and alcohol or something like that. Huh. And it, it does seem that even before we know the facts of, of what happened, you know, like, it's almost like an excuse is being made uh, for this person. Um, whether he had a the irony being I mean, driving irony into a car and killing somebody and injuring several others, Marcia. The irony of that is when Winston Smith was murdered, they proffered several reasons to malign his character. They claimed he was a murder suspect. Some people even threw out that maybe he was one of the people who killed young children over north. So when they kill a black man, they can come up with several reasons why he deserved to die. And when a white man barrels into a crowd of protesters, they can come up with several different reasons why it was an accident. Right, just absolutely outrageous there. And uh, also you have this spate of of legislation uh, to basically try to criminalize uh, protesters. Well, Marsha, please uh, come back and uh, let us know about your continued work. You're so dedicated there with your work with uh, George Floyd Square and now speaking out about what has happened to Deanna uh, Marie. You all are really holding it down for so many of us who are not in Minneapolis at the moment, but please know that there are many in our audience and many around the country listening to this show who want to find out the truth of what's going on and who are happy and grateful for the work that you are doing. So thank you so very much for joining us, and we hope to have you back again very soon. Thank you. Thank you. All the best.